Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Oh, yeah. music to my ears. Don't the, don't the Wiggles feel embarrassed this morning <laughs> after they released that song, <laughs> so supporting New South Wales? So they should. Gay Guy had an absolute blinder. Cam mm. Smith, man of the match. Corey Parker, seen out uh, of his last uh, State of Origin match at Suncorp Stadium in fitting style as well. And pre-match, though, mm. was a bit of a talking point last night as well with the singer of the state of uh, the national anthem, which was the voice of Siri, mm. who was a Queensland lady who came back to sing... Uh, the National Anthem. Now She did a great job. She did a great job. She's one of the most famous voices in the world. And she was at the stadium with another of the most famous voices in the world, Ray Warren. And I don't know if anyone knows this, but they actually got to chatting after she performed and he yeah. did the, really? the game. And they hit it off. Did they? Well, they've got so much in common. Yeah, like know? both having partners? Right. Well, that's... <laughs> be that as it. Be that as it. Why do you do this, Abby? I'm just... I'm just... Why do you do this? I don't, because now you did he did he go up with a, like one of those classic pickup lines? You've been vibrating in my pocket all night. <laughs> well, besides yeah. the fact that they're both happily married to other people, they decided to uh, see see what it would be like if they went out on a date. Uh, I, oh. I, I I now. Osha, have to say that this is entirely fictional. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. You do what you got to do over there. Uh, it's entirely fictional. Uh, well, imagine, imagine what it would be like. If Siri and Rabs went on a date. Well, IG, I'm a bit nervous as I arrive at the door now, knocking once, knocking twice, knocking three times now, and the crowd goes silent as we wait to see what happens next. She's answered the door. The crowd goes wild. What can I help you with? I was wondering if you would maybe like to, sometime, maybe like to go out for dinner with this not-so-young Novocastrian. Searching for restaurants in your area. None. Found. <laughs> would you like to come in for coffee? Well, that was a mile forward, but there's been no whistle, so I'm going in. <laughs> Sitting on the couch now, anxiously making small talk. How's the weather? Who do you think is going to win the voice? Do you reckon that guy was actually a tradie? Ha, ha, ha. You are so funny. Would you like to Netflix and chill? Well, by the sound of that, the game plan I've been practicing all week in training is working. Making a move now, slowly putting my arm around her. It's a bit high, but no one's noticed. Going in for a kiss now, some great ball handling, and a little bit of back and forth, some hands in the play, the ball, and, and, and... You have reached your destination. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> I, think, I think they would sound a little something like that. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Everyone has a story, and we want to share it. Stab Abby and Osh's Humans of Brisbane. That is true. It's important to remember that everyone does have a story when they're, you know, sleeping on the streets to actually take a moment to go, I wonder how they got there. Yeah. Because often it's not how you would have presumed. Like, I was quite surprised that we've been talking to a lot of people that have found themselves homeless, and a lot of people, especially one lady, she had a cleaner come to her house twice a week. Yeah. And just to put that into perspective, she was living a very... Um, a, a very privileged life until uh, things out of her control happened. She lost twins at six months of age yeah. and things just spiraled out of her life and she found herself living on the streets yeah. and these are the people that we wanted to have a chat with. Yeah, we've been talking to them all week and uh, we've been playing them back. We went and talked to a lot of big issue people and then this week, uh, Osha, we were... Uh, well, Abby and I took it upon ourselves to see what it'd be like to spend a night on the street. I don't know yeah. your entire history, Osh, but I assume you've never found yourself being homeless or sleeping in cars or anything? No, any, any uh, like as we mentioned before, like the only time I've slept on the street was outside Festival Hall for Guns <laughs> yeah, and Roses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. how I... Um, yeah, that's yeah, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very, very lucky uh, that mm. that has 
been the case. I've always had a place to, to rest my head. Yeah. yeah. I'm very well, grateful so, so are we. But that's we, what it is, having that support team around you. You know, yeah. and you kind of go, no matter how low I've got in my life, I've always had my parents there to be able to pick me up. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you realise a lot of these people don't have that because they've ha- yeah. came from a cycle of having parents that have been um, troubled as well. Yeah. 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 But last Wednesday, we uh, took to uh, the streets. We found a place to bed down for the night. Now, I would like to say, like, I think... I don't think we can say that we've sympathised with homeless people. No, of course because not. Because it, it was one night, was and I went night. in at the beginning, going, "Hey, this is going to be fun. We're going to be like it's camping." Going to be like camping. And I, re- I honestly really no, but yeah. I really did. Yeah, and I was I like, the difference with us is we had each other. And you know, when you as a, as a female, especially when you like, yeah. you need to be careful on the streets at night. You know, if you're walking yes. at like you know ten or eleven o'clock at night, you'd always take care. And then you're like, oh wait a minute. So then I'm going to lay down yeah. and fall asleep, fall asleep yeah. and yeah. be that vulnerable to anyone that comes up to you and it was then it sort of changed your perspective and then we we found a place and you realize that um speaking to the people from st vinnie's that finding a place to sleep is one of the hardest because you've got to think you want to be safe Uh um we were going through places and it was like oh you'd never go down that alleyway because if anyone came at you to attack you you can't escape there's no escape and you're like what this is like, how people have to think. Gotta think about. Yeah. People have to yeah. think whether there's tr- transport that's going through that place um, at, yeah. at night yeah. as well. We were terrible at picking a spot. Terrible. Terrible. And then we found a place and it started raining in the middle of the night. Yes, it did. It did start raining. It was uncomfortable. It was cold. It was hard. But again, it was only one night. And I think that it made it clear to me when I, everyone the next day was like, how did you go? I was like, yeah, it was all right. Like, I, I could do it. I, I'm not going to complain. And then I said, yeah, well, let's go back tonight. If someone had said, could you do it again tonight? I would have burst into tears. Uh, yeah. I would have, yeah. yeah. I think we probably got about three hours broken sleep. In the yeah, end. and you just realise how noisy it is as yeah, well. Yeah, noisy, streetlights, uh, headlights of cars going past, sirens going past as well. It was uh, it was tough, and it definitely gave us a new perspective on what it's like for these people that do do this every single night somewhere in Brisbane. So yeah, yeah, we won't be doing it again. No, uh, well, we won't be, but some people are tonight. Um, tonight is the CEO, uh, CEO sleepout. Yeah. As oh, well, yeah. so if you want, you can just Google them. It's not too late to support them as well. We're going to go and wake them up really early in the morning. We do have to say thanks to Cap Security for supporting the CEO Sleepout. You can go to capsecurity.com.au. I'll point out, we're not evil people. We're actually doing our show from, from there, from six. Oh, I thought we were just waking him up. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. There's a letter that's going viral written by someone about a bridezilla friend, Carol, she's called her, and said that Carol has asked all her bridesmaids to chip in for her wedding dress because it's gone over budget. The wedding dress is $10,000, and she's like, oh, I just wanted it. You the know? wedding dress is $10,000. Extreme. So therefore, you, my bridesmaids, who have already asked to take a weekend out of your life, come and do things that I tell you to do have to pay me for a dress. Yeah, and Osher just loves any wedding stories right now. He just can't (laughs) get enough of them. Especially the budget. You want to talk about it more. And people that just blow it. They do this. Yeah. (laughs) Big wedding blowout. That sounds like the voice of the marquee. That's the marquee guy. I'm sure that's the marquee guy I've been speaking to. Oh, is that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, 131060, you can either dob in yourself or maybe another person's wedding when they've just gone way over budget. 131060, we've got Anonymous, which is always fun. That's a good start. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Was it you that went over budget? Yes, it was me. What was your your original budget? So the original budget was five grand. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, very small, and then it went up to ten. Uh-huh. 
we see in a few days, maybe a few hours even. Yeah. And then I spoke to a planner and I would have pushed it up to 20. Yeah. And that was like, no, it's 20 grand, that's it. And then as I started to plan the wedding and go forward, I just made excuses. And they're like, okay, no, that budget doesn't include the ring. Oh. Yeah, and that okay. budget doesn't include the honeymoon. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, so my biggest blowout was um, actually the marquee. So, sorry, Osha. No, um, you know what I'm talking about. You know my pain. <laughs> venues and looked at venues and none of them was exactly what I wanted. What I see in the magazines, yeah. the silk and chandeliers and that. So I actually hired my own marquee and did it on um, a property mm. and the marquee alone was about 12 grand. <gasps> marquee alone? The marquee alone with all the style. Like, that wasn't including the wedding planner styling. That yeah. was just the marquee, the silk, the chandeliers, the flooring. So from yep. five grand, what did you come in at? 40. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Did you love it? Loved it, loved it. Looking yeah. back at it now, I reckon I could have just put that in the mortgage. Oh, I, oh yeah, 100%. I think the same as well. Because I'm, I'm like, I had a 20,000 budget, but I like you, I kind of was like, oh, the dress is not included in that, the honeymoon's separate. And you look back and you go, oh, my God, I had a spotlight. What? <laughs> Anonymous? Are you still, are you still with him? Yes, we've, okay. got a, um, we've got kids now. Okay. So. Oh, that's right. nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. When that's you pay good. that much, you really yeah, get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. <definitely. laughs> oh, thank right. you for sharing. Marquees, who knew? I had no idea. Are you having a marquee, Osha? Well, look, at this point, yes, but it might just end up everybody bring an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> we got Michelle in Hamilton. What was your big wedding blowout? Yes, it wasn't actually mine. Uh. It was my... Sister-in-law at the time, uh, about three weeks before her wedding, we'd taken the kids to the park mm-hmm. and uh, the subject of the wedding came up and she just started bawling her eyes out. Oh. Oh. Uh, when I started talking to her about it, she confessed to me that she didn't think they were going to be able to have her reception uh, for the simple fact that they were seven grand over budget, uh-huh. which they couldn't afford. Oh. And it basically came down to my partner at the time had to take long service leave from his work, have it paid out uh-huh. so that we could pay for their reception oh, for them. Wow. <gasps> How much did it end up costing? I'm not too sure what everything cost all up. Um, we gave them um, the money for the reception, but it was little things when I questioned her why it went so far as a budget. Um, she started telling me, well, we had to pay for a caricature for um, entertainment at the reception. What? We had to pay for gifts to go with the bonbonniere. What? Uh, huh? Little things like that. So it kind of made me go, well, it's not a necessity. No. Yeah. How much Cut do you back. think it cost in total then? I'm thinking the whole thing all up was around 20 grand. Right. That's right. oh, not too bad. Um, but, yeah, they definitely it, didn't yeah. budget well. Yeah. 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 Can I say too... A caricature at the reception? You don't no like one, that entertainment? No one likes caricature guys. No <laughs> one likes them. I'm sorry Nobody. if you are one, but what have you done with your life to end up doing that for a living? <laughs> or you, you make the nose bigger, you make the ears bigger. I'm hilarious. There's 10 bucks. See you at Southbank next week. No, Seven grand. The, what the hell is that? You know what, the, you know what they are? This is They're a people you've been that couldn't get a job a doing it for people in court. Well, you've made the ears too big there, mate. <laughs> you made the nose too big. You better go down to Southbank. <laughs> what the hell? No. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Well, you would have seen her taking to the stage at the start of the State of Origin last night, belting out the national anthem in fine style. But you've also been with her all morning because she is in your phone 24-7. She's the voice of Siri. She's amazing. She joins us now. Carol Jacobson, good morning. 
Um, I'm sorry, it's Karen Jacobson. Oh my god, I just like the way you corrected him though. That was so amazing. Well, it's good fun, isn't it? I get to have the last word. Yeah, we should have put it into um into Siri. Do you know I have been asking to talk to you for years, like for years. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I just wanted to talk to you, and then all of a sudden, I know. And then you're singing the national anthem, and I was like. You can do everything. Very powerful manifesto. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, yeah she's done the secret. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. were you a singer beforehand? I think a lot of people, when they heard the voice of Siri singing at the State of Origin, everyone, I didn't know if she was a singer. Um, well, I, it started out with singing. I mean, I've been singing my whole life. Grew up in Mackay, mm-hmm. and when I was seven years old, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be just like Olivia Newton-John. You kind you know, of the, look like Olivia oh, Newton-John. Oh, gosh, thank you. That's a huge compliment. <laughs> and I wanted to become a professional singer and move to America, and that was always, always my goal. Wow. And I have nine albums on my own record label, and I've just released my second book, and I live wow. in America. Yeah. Got over there a long time ago now and got an audition. They were looking for a native Australian female voiceover artist yeah. living in the northeast of the United States. Wow. That was you? That was me. In got a the, Yeah, went to the audition, got the job, and here we are. Wow. <laughs> My voice has been in over 400 million GPS and smartphone wow. devices around the world. Damn. Do you have to keep Why, up um, to date with Siri? Like what people Google and everything? Um. Well, you know what? Uh. I don't even know how to answer that question. Um, <laughs> I, I guess the question is how many how many times do you go well, obviously you're gonna need to yeah. you're gonna need to update what yeah. goes on. How many sessions do you do it every week, every month? No, really the the voice system I originally did, the text to speech system, they wanted to capture everything. So they they had me record every combination of syllables oh possible God. and it was like in a phone book worth of script. Yeah, wow. And so they had it all and they chopped it up and created a speaking uh, a, a whole system based on my speaking voice but I do go in from time to time a few times a year probably right. to do customised or more than a few times a year uh, to do customised voice systems that people hook into that voice system. Right. So um, so yeah, I mean I'm still doing voiceover work all the time and yes, technology from my own living room yeah. which is very exciting Wow. Um, <laughs> to wherever in the world and but yeah they that that original system they captured everything. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Please tell me you're married to the guy that does it. Oh, no, I'm not. Do you ever use you? You know, I, I, do I ever tell myself where to go and well, what do you to ever do? ask Siri questions? Yeah, uh, do you know what I mean? Not really. And then get attitude when she can't get it? Absolutely yeah. hate it when yeah. that happens. Yeah. Totally hate it. My son is now eight, but when he was about five, we were um, doing this trip and we're on the train going up to um, Canada from New York. Lovely. And we're, we're sitting waiting at customs and I gave him my phone to play with. Why I say this is that usually... I would not give my son my phone to play with. But we're in a contained environment, sitting there. We weren't going anywhere. And he started to talk to Siri and he started to um, tell. He got very frustrated and he wanted her to tell to call him Hayden, son of Karen, not Karen. <laughs> so he did it eventually. So for ages, my phone was calling me Hayden, son of Karen. I love it. <laughs> Mine calls me Princess Boo Boo. No. Uh, thank you for that, Well, Karen. you do, yeah. Uh, well, we had to get you in when we knew you were just down the road. Uh, you did a fantastic job at the State of Origin as well. Uh, uh, and Abby has fulfilled a lifelong dream of talking to Sarah. Oh, so please connect with me on social media at oh the GPS girl, and uh, you have reached your destination. Brilliant! Yeah. Brilliant! Karen Jacobson, the voice of Siri, thank you so much <laughs> for your time. Thank you so much. Stephen Abby now with Osher on Hit 105. Now, Osher, very exciting news this week that they released, they announced who was the Bachelorette, the new Bachelorette for Australia. Georgia Love is her name. She's a fantastic Victorian. She works on telly down in uh, 
Tasmania. She's a news anchor. She's the Veronica Corningstone of Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. I think she's wonderful. I've heard nothing but great reports from so many people that have come yeah, she's in, super lovely. in contact she's with super her. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, she's lovely. But I want to talk about the US one because oh, man. I don't even know the girl's name. I think it's Jojo that's over there. Jojo. Jojo. Um, but the, the, the Bachelorette is just amazing and it's all because of Bad Chad, this Easy. guy. Jordan, you think this is a show and you think you're safe for now. But one day this ends. And when this ends, you go home. And when you go home, you think I can't find you? You think I won't go out of my way to come to your house? I'm dead serious. You think I'm scared of you? I think you should be. <laughs> All right, good one. Tough guy. Once again, Chad is being Chad. He has mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Chad. He's a highly, anyone... trained, highly trained US Marine with such issues. Oh, is he? Wow. Yeah. Do you know any oh, backstory yeah. on him? Like, what does everyone think when they're doing the show? Because he's, he's crazy. He's nuts. He's a US Marine. Um, I, I don't know the backstory on him, but I do know that he's done some pretty pretty crazy things. And I don't want to reveal anything. Have you heard about what he's done with the websites, Abby? No. I, is it true? Because apparently it's he- absolutely true. He has he has registered the domain names of not only JoJo but also his enemy guys on the show. And what? if you go to you know like you know JoJoData dot com, yeah. it redirects you to Chad's Instagram. Oh yeah. my goodness! Isn't this crazy? Me. And the latest one is like you you can't you honestly can't make this up. You yeah. just can't like make what? It up. This is crazy. So he wants to get back at people that are on the show, and he's got kicked off the show. Yeah. And one way to do that is because you know that he was like, "I'm going to hunt you down," which yeah. is like threats. Threatening. Yeah. But he has managed to hunt down people that were on the show, especially one guy, uh, Robbie. He has tracked down the ex-girlfriend yeah. of him yeah. and has been uh, kissing her. No, what? Yeah. Oh, putting, yeah. What? Is that for revenge? He's got photos of him pashing <laughs> his inside the Batch House enemy what? ex-girlfriend. How rude is that? That's crazy. Bad Chad. Lee awesome. Bad Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going to happen? You know this is America. You know what's going to happen? He's going to be the next Bachelor? He's going to be the next no. Bachelor. He's going to be no. the next Bachelor. He's going to be the next Bachelor. All girls have been saying, oh my God, what a terrible guy. But I've started following him on Instagram. Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's how it works. I know, right? Bad Chad. Because they've done that before. They did the, the, the bloke that left both ladies at the altar, so to speak. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, they turned him around two seasons later and they brought him back as the Bachelor. And... Like on the first night when all the limos arrived, girl after girl just got out of like, the oh, out of limo and just yeah. slapped him in the face. And he goes, "Yep, I deserve that. That's the fifth one tonight." Wow. Yeah. Say his name again, Debbie. Bad Chad. Oh, you're attracted to him. Oh, what? How can no. you tell? No. Say it again. No, bad. Chad. Say it again. Stabbing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Abby now with Osher on Hit One Hundred and Five. Everyone has a story, and we want to share it. Stab Abby and Osh's Humans of Brisbane. The CEO Sleepout is tonight uh, raising money for the homeless, and we want to highlight all this week by going out and chatting with a lot of people. And one of the surprising statistics I found out was that most people in Australia are just two packets, uh, pay packets away from being homeless. Yeah, that's right. And that was the sort of thing we were trying to do with this week, was change these sort of stereotypes and maybe your opinions of what homeless people are. Because we all see them, we walk past them in the street, we pretend we're not, they're not there, we don't want to engage, and we don't want to talk to them. But if you do 
I think you would be very surprised with what you found. And we went down to Ozke, which is a men's shelter. We served them dinner, and then we sat down and ate with them. And then after that, we pulled a few of them aside and chatted to them about their story and how they ended up there, and it was very enlightening. Uh, and this time up, we're going to catch up with Dale. We're here with Dale, uh, who we've met at Ozcare. Uh Dale, would you mind just uh, telling us your story about how you uh, ended up here? Well, uh, I moved from here from Maryborough. Mm-hmm. You know, something just a change and something different. And, uh, you know, try and get a course, get a job, you know, save up, get my own house. And uh, I found this place. And, you know, since I've been here, you know, truthfully, it's been very helpful. You know, it's been... I've, they've actually taken me a lot further than what I thought, mm-hmm. giving me a lot of help, a lot of support. You know, as long as I do my part... They can do their part, which is great. Yeah. Right. You said that you, you came here to be able to find, you know, a job and yeah. be able to find your own house and stuff like that. Did you find that a little bit more challenging than what you expect? Oh. I mean, I know you found yeah. yourself here and this is a lifesaver, <laughs> but to find yourself here, you must have had trouble along the way of finding, I guess, what you had hoped would be easy. Well, Maryborough is the lowest employment yeah. I- I- here in Queensland. Yeah. Um, and I tell you, that was, it turns out to be much easier to get a job there right. than it is here. Yeah. It's, it's just incredible. I, I've put in hundreds of resumes, but, you know, they get so many, you know, they prefer backpackers, applications, yeah. cheaper people, yeah. better certificates, you know, that they want to employ. So, you know, you move here, you sort of got to step your game up a little bit yeah, more. Right. What are you yeah. looking for, particularly? Uh, I'm happy with anything. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that, not picking. We'll work, people out there. Dale will work. Uh, one thing we were talking about, we, we came and we, we served you guys dinner. It's such a, um, I think a lot of people would probably be afraid to walk in to a place like this and certainly be nervous, but it was such a friendly, welcoming, happy sort of environment, everyone sitting down and eating dinner together. Uh, what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about a place like this? But truthfully, yeah, I would say nine times out of ten, this place can be very calm. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but when, when, it, when stuff does go off, yeah. you know, the staff are really quick to actually respond. <laughs> yeah. You know, they got zero tolerance for, for fights, yeah. drugs, yeah. you know, absolutely anything, you're, you're out. Yeah, right. You know, so it's, yeah. it's a pretty, it's a, it's a safe place to be. I've noticed yeah. that every single person has a different story and every yeah. single person is quite unique. But everyone has been very open and honest with having the same desire, which is getting back on their feet and just finding that sometimes life can be life can be a little bit hard, mm. um, and want to move forward. So, what's your what's your goal? I, I actually want to um, try and get a certificate in um, community services because it involves helping people. Yeah. yeah. So you want to have like her job in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, you know, I mean, like talking to people here and stuff like this, would this be something that you want to do? Yeah, I, I, I really love the connection that I can build with with um, people and then see where that can go. But I, I'm just not too sure how I can get myself there yeah. at this point, you know, due to the circumstances I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know, this is obviously not a, a permanent place you want to be. Yeah. You, you do need to sort of get up and leave. So people, there are people on the street you know, that need this place more than I do and more than most of these people here do, you know, and you, you got to think about that at times too. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. That's an amazing outlook and a, an outlook I think yeah. a lot of people wouldn't expect from someone in here uh, that you're actually, the way you're looking at it, you're taking up a bed for someone that's that's actually more needy. Because That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think, the way you're talking, I don't think you're going to be here for much longer anyway. No, I, I sort of hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go, so, yeah. yeah. You'll get there. Yeah, you You'll will. You will. Dale, uh, amazing. Thank you so much for spending time with us and telling us your story. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks, mate. Really interesting. The whole week has been really interesting, and we're not stopping yet. We're going to finish it up at the CEO sleepout tomorrow morning. Hundreds of uh, rich people sleeping out and seeing what it feels like. So that's uh-huh. going to be fun. Yeah, does that give you a little bit of satisfaction? Wake them up with a microphone <laughs> and later, a microphone. Later on, we're going to talk about how we actually spend a night out on the streets as well. Yeah. Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred and Five. The battle starts right now. Who's right? Anyway, am I right? Yeah, so you're at home, you want a nice, decent meal of spaghetti bolognese, you cook it, it's just delicious, smells lovely, I'm presuming there's garlic bread, and then you go, oh, I need to serve it, what do you grab, a plate or a bowl? I, I'm firmly bowl. This is the debate we're talking about. I am a plate man, and sidebar, appendix two to this argument, never call it spag bog. I didn't say spag bog. I'm just saying. Yeah. That it's just, that doesn't make it appealing on any level. Mm-mm. Hey, what are we having tonight? Spag bog. I'm out. But when you do have your spag bog, do you <sighs> serve it in a plate or a bowl? We need your help. Melita from Logan Reserve. How do you serve your spaghetti bolognese? Definitely in a bowl. Mm. But you can serve the garlic bread on a plate if you like. Oh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> Side plate. Side plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What's your theory here and why do you do it? I do it to keep it clean. Uh-huh. Because when I'm serving five plates, I don't want it sliding everywhere when I'm transferring it from the kitchen to the table. Okay. So yep. keep it in a bowl, keep it safe, keep it clean. Have you got kids? Yes, I do. Yeah, I reckon it's a kids thing as well. You know, it's just easier yep. in the bowl for them to be able That's to do it. it. Yeah. And also, I like a little bit of like runny sauce. Oh. I like yeah. an extra sauce. So I need that in a bowl because then you've got it left over for the garlic bread. So, Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sensing this whole meal for you centers around, around the garlic some bread. sort of way to eat garlic bread. Oh, it's a garlic bread delivery garlic system. Bread. When I come yeah. home after yeah. a big night, yeah. that's my go-to. Really? Garlic bread in the oven. Wow. Oh, delicious. A whole loaf. And then you feel a bit sick. How many loaves are you going through there? Chris. We've got Chris. <laughs> morning. Good morning. Hey, Chris and Launton. Uh, help a brother out here. Plate or bowl, how do you serve your spaghetti bolognese? Now, yeah. I'm not one that likes to tell people how to live their life or anything, Appreciate but that. if you eat your spaghetti out of a bowl, then you seriously need to reevaluate your life. Uh, is there any reason behind <laughs> this, Chris, or just that's it? I actually had this argument with my girlfriend two weeks ago. If you jump on the internet yes. and Google spaghetti in a bowl versus spaghetti in a plate and just look at the number of images on Google Images, there's your answer. Good. Yeah, it's oh. because people that Instagram their photos. That's why. Yeah, you put it all in like a, in the bowl. It's like a trough. You may as well just put that bowl up into your face hole and just... Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. At least, you know, plate's presentation, Chris. I so agree with spaghetti, you. Spaghetti is actually an ancient Italian word for served in plate. I don't even care if that's not true. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Is, it, is that really true? Did you yeah, say yes, that up, Chris? No, it is, Chris. Well uh, done. No, don't don't quote me on that. All right. Okay. Rose. So we're, we're 50-50. From 50-50. Colling, Collingwood Park, what do you reckon? Is it plate or is it bowl? I'm a kid and even I know it's served in a bowl. Oh, thanks, hon. Okay. And why do you say that? 
because it's less messy, and mm. even restaurants just put it in a bowl to put the toppings on, like, better. Yeah, that well, is when, true, when, uh, actually. Courtney, when you graduate from the kids' menu, you might find <laughs> that they might, uh, they might plate it up for you there. Oh, sorry, honey. He's just a sore loser, but this is an example of what not to be like, okay, when you grow up. <laughs> so thank you okay. so much for calling and deciding that argument for us. From now Thanks, on, Courtney. all spaghetti bolognese will be served in a bowl. No, no, no. D- d- producers Googled it, Googled spaghetti bolognese, and more plate pictures came up than Which means pictures. what? More idiots that like to eat with a plate, like to post photos? That doesn't mean anything. I can Google search a lot of photos. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. There's it- so many things I'm thankful for today, yeah. right, guys. I'm thankful we had a great show. We had the voice of Siri on our show. Wasn't she delightful? She came on our show and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, I'm thankful for the Queensland Maroons. who have proven time and again that their infrastructure is just superior. That's right. um, (laughs) Makes living in New South Wales a joy. Uh (laughs) Are you wearing your maroon top out and about today in Sydney? I just just get to live in Schadenfreude all day. (laughs) But there's some things I'm like, oh man, thanks, but no thanks. Hey there. Manufacturer of biodegradable dog poop bags? Oh. Hmm. I buy you because I think, yeah, I'll do my part. I'll make sure I don't put nature's most perfectly biodegradable material and seal it inside a non-biodegradable <laughs> container. That's a very good point. <laughs> I'll get this bag that will go back to the earth and become again part of the chain, the circle of life. Akuna Matata. 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 <laughs> what a wonderful word. But... For some reason, you're yet to figure out correct structural integrity of the poop bag. Oh, no. So when I put my hand inside it, like I'm gloving myself with the bag, Uh and I reach down for a bit of recycled dog food, my fingers go straight through the plastic. No, that's not okay. Now I have poop on my fingers. I want everyone to think of that next time they watch a close-up of the rose ceremony. <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Not oh. that hard. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're right, though. That recyclable plastic is always just that little bit, mm. you know, weaker. Okay, okay. Okay. Either that or Frank has, like, really powerful X-Men mutant who <laughs> <that laughs> destroys everything it touches, but that's another story. <laughs> Play it again. Do you want to oh, start again? Yeah, I do again. want to start again. Okay. Sorry. And a one, okay. and a two, and, and a, a three. Oh. Four. Hey, Abby, you had one job on the show today, <laughs> and that was to give away some tickets. Oh. <laughs> some tickets that you really should like. It's grape grazing by night. Apparently, you can sample over a hundred and uh, one thousand wines. <laughs> I didn't give them away. This is an abuse. Which is why, right now, on 131060, I would like you to call, my turn, I would like you to call if you would like to win Brisbane's must-do wine social event, Grape Grazing by Night. (laughs) Tickets are on sale now. But you can win them on 131060. Thanks. And thanks for calling, actually. That's really good. That is an abuse. Done. Okay. But no thanks. Oh, but no thanks. Okay. Hey, Abby's kids, <laughs> Finn <Careful>. and Jagger. <laughs> Careful. I work with your mummy in a confined space for hours at a time. Lady be a little bit spiky this morning. <laughs> <laughs> mummy got tooed. Finny Jagger, 
Mama needs some sleep. <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> Let the woman sleep. Let us, please. For the For sake all. of us all. Please. Let the woman sleep, y'all. I've been fine, haven't I? In oh, opposite wow. land. Oh, wow. <laughs> Someone it's, talk. It's not, it's not your fault. I will, I will, Abby, I will... I will shout you a hotel room. You can lie to your husband and say, we've got to do this really important work thing. Yep. You can go and sleep somewhere where there's blackout curtains. Yep. Yep. No, that'll be great. You go and get a room for you and Abby for an hour and see how that goes in the paps tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Archer. I was offering safe Thank haven you. from the screaming in the mum. I yeah, appreciate paparazzi it. are following you everywhere at the moment. Thanks, Finny and Jagger. <laughs> but no thanks. Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105.